You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! everyone and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White and with me is my co-host Todd Stark. I'm Todd Stark. And Lacey Finley. Hello. How is everyone today? We're acting like we're awake. It's yeah, we're, so awake. It's it's a groggy morning. Just uh, It's just cold. it's snowing. It begged to be in bed for longer is what mm, it did. Amen. It's snowing yeah. here and it's it's blech, blech. it's too <laughs> early. It's that day that you just want to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's perfect weather for it. It's so good to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. I could stay in bed though if it's like eighty-seven degrees outside. Uh, no way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My bedroom's on the outside, like the outside wall, so it gets really humid and gross pretty quickly unless you've got like a dehumidifier in there. So in the in the heat, no, I'm ready to get up once the sun is up. Oh yeah. <laughs> or transfer to the couch, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I could go for a good couch transfer. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, uh, guys, what have you been playing? Lace, what have you been playing? I actually started Hitman 2 oh, yesterday. Okay. How's it um, uh, feeling? I, I like it. I mean, it's it's playing exactly the same as the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at least I'm familiar with the controls. Um, I've always been a fan of those games. So, having a new setting and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they did introduce a new ghost mode, which is a sniper 1v1 multiplayer thing, which I've not nice. gotten to delve into yet. Um, but it makes it sound like you, I guess, both you and an, a friend are after the same target and who can get to it first kind of Ooh. situation. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mammoth and I are supposed to try that next week. And I, I'm happy to give that a shot even though i'm not a big multiplayer fan but as long as we're not against each other i might be okay um but i mean i love mammoth but um i probably would win <laughs> i watch him play it and uh makes me feel a little bit better about my potato gameplay when it comes to no his downfall is just he's not reading the objectives so he's just wandering through the world <laughs> doing things and i'm just like it's it's t- so entertaining to watch though but uh yeah so it's 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 a lot of fun i'm only about two i think i just finished the second chapter i'm on the third one now so trying to get through those targets and everything like that and uh i always like trying to do all the story missions Mm -hmm. just to make it a little bit different on how you do it within the game um and unlocked already quite a bit i five starred the first two ones nice um only playing it twice so i feel pretty good about that so i guess i'm remembering how i played the first one it's coming back to me (laughs) In a timely fashion. Sure. But, yeah. But I do have to say, WD, WB did provide me with the product. So, um, I have to let people know that uh, right. the reason why I am playing it is because they were very kind and offered a key. So, um, I will be uh, playing more of it. Nice. It's nice, a lot of fun. nice. Wish I had a key. Check that out, people. And I, I'm definitely going to need an update if I don't get to see it firsthand, what happens between you and Mammoth. Yes, I right. know, right? <laughs> I, we we still have I to iron clips. out the details because of the stupid time zones, you know. Like, right. 
but uh, it might be like the last half of his, the first half of mine or something like that because he's six hours ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Todd, what have you been playing? Still Red Dead Redemption? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I seen something last night. It was just it was crazy. It just it, it amazes me how big this world is. It's, it's the biggest. I don't know if I've played a game this big before. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost overwhelming. It, it really is. Um, I think that's a complaint I've heard a little bit about the game is it just seems so huge Yeah, that it's just like, I don't know what to do. Just you know? do the stories or just ride around. I mean, if you're riding around, it's just, I don't know. I can't understand. It's like, to me, it's like The Witcher, like mm-hmm. how The Witcher felt big, mm-hmm. but there's not that leveling up process. It's like the story is like kind of like the level. Like, right. Yeah. I played three hours last night and went up 2%. Wow. Yeah. Well, isn't the save score different from your, uh, the save score on the screen is your overall. Yeah. And then I think you got to go into a different part to see your story percentage. Yeah. Yeah, My story percentage went up 2%. Oh, okay. (laughs) Mine's at like 26%, I think overall, which seems a little high, I think, because I feel like I've not really accomplished anything. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I've been trying to play it too, and I'm garbage at it. It's just starting to make me mad. Bounties are after me so hard, and I don't have enough money to pay it. It's just a thorn in my side right now. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that that does suck when you get a lot of bounties and. Uh, it's from that one quest it. where you break the dude out of jail. Yes, oh. I can't pay that bounty off. You'll you'll be able to later. You'll open up this uh, black market kind of exchange. Thing. Well, I need it now because it's pissing me off because they kill me yeah. before I even realize there's like five of them after me. And I'm like, dang it. You know, I'm like, I just want to go save the circus freaks. Like, leave and, me alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that one. Uh, that and once you, uh, once you, uh, you'll rob your first bank and you'll be set then. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm about to just say screw it and be dishonorable. I'm going to rob everyone. I'm going to rob the trains. I'm going to hold everyone up. And then to get my honor back up, I'll just go around saying hottie. Hottie. Yeah. Howdy. 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 Yeah, you, that's all you got to do. Doing? Talk to everybody. <laughs> I did something. There was something last I'm honorable night. now because I said good morning. Yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do. That's what honorable people do. Exactly. Um, I was playing last night, and I guess, like, I compare this area that I was in to um, Wrong Turn. Okay. Uh, there was a little logging town, and so I'm going, I, I found this little cabin, and I approached it, and... As soon as I got anywhere near it, I heard somebody say, "I'm not, uh, I'm not buying what you're selling." And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go up here, knock on his door, see if I change his mind." And as soon as I got close to it, he came out and just blew me off the porch, right? So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going back. So I start back to this cabin. And on my way there, I see somebody. They've got somebody hung in a tree. So I, I stop and I look at it. And by the time I start looking at it, out of the woods comes these two. It looked like inbred rednecks. <laughs> and they jerked me off my horse and just started stabbing me and killed the hell out of me. <laughs> what are you oh, doing man. here? Yeah, something like that. I mean, they just just stabbed me straight with one, like a big bowie knife. I was done. <laughs> and uh, I was I could after I went back, they were they, you know, the guy wasn't hanging in a tree anymore. He was they were gone. It's interesting how it like regen stuff like that because uh, my husband's been playing a lot of it and he'll say like, I don't know, there was a couple he was trying to save and one would die. So he would start over so he could try to save them both and then the other couple would die and then he'd try it again. And then as he went through, then it didn't trigger again. Yeah. Hmm. It's crazy. So it's just like very random, I guess, how it happens. So 
It's it's, it's kind of cool, but I know he it. was just like, man, I wanted to save them both, and now I don't know what I'm going to have to do or when that'll come back up again, you know? Yeah. So... I love when you're riding along and you hear somebody screaming and somebody rides by you with a, like a lady tied up on the back of their horse. Yeah. I didn't do it. I'm like, well, I yeah. ain't getting involved in this. <laughs> I usually go and lasso the guy and the horse takes off with the lady on the back of it. <laughs> so she might be in a worse position now than she was. Yeah. I mean, if you shot the yeah. horse in the leg, would that be dishonorable? Yeah, I think it does. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. That's what I do to those guys chasing me. I'm like, the horse is a lot bigger target, so I'll just shoot right? the horse. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually I hear people screaming and then I can't find them is the problem. And then by the time I I do, they've died from whatever it was. And I'm like, well, I guess I got to loot them. I mean, (laughs) what else can we do now? (laughs) This one dude has been bit by a snake three times now. That guy. That guy, yeah. That guy. He gave gave me something from the store, though, but it was like a chocolate bar. We're going to have to talk about that later because he promised I could get something from the gunsmith on his tab. And there was nothing in there that said it was on his tab. I'm a little upset. (laughs) <laughs> but we'll have to talk about that later. That's called anyway. uh, rooking you back in the day. They He rooked you. Yeah. <laughs> he called out to me, man. I was just riding my horse through town, minding my own business. He's like, hey, there's the guy who saved my lot. Talking yeah. to his buddy. I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Liar. I got that hey, what have you been though. playing, Steven? Because we could go on about this, I think, all day. Uh, well, I've I've primarily set my sights on just relaxing with Fallout Shelter every night. And last night, I think I'm 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 done. I don't know if I have the patience to continue with Just Cause Three, because mm. I looked I looked to see how far into the game I was through a walkthrough. I'm not that far from being done if I just apply oh. myself. But I got this I got this mission, and I have died and died and died, and I just I'm like I don't. I, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to me yeah. anymore. Because you're, you're on a beach, fun. you're on a beach, and I think it's like your hideout in the game, and they throw everything at you. There are, you know, people coming up onto the beach in boats, and all these soldiers are coming out, and then you'll have tanks and, and trucks and stuff coming up from the side, and they'll be coming, and then helicopters, and then more boats, and then paratroopers, and it's just like... While you're trying to survive... Is this a Rockstar game? (laughs) But as you're trying to survive, you also have to make sure that they don't destroy the EMP that's charging, plus your buddy Mario is also being shot at, and you got to protect him too. And it's like, how Mm. in the hell am I supposed to protect these two things while trying to survive while you're throwing everything at me? Damn. Okay? Legit. and well, that's that's the weird thing that, that bugs me is they give you all these guns that you can use, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so if you take the the minigun, you know, which is always a great idea, mm-hmm. but you have limited range. So if you know something's right above you, you can't, you know, right, aim yeah. it straight up. So right. you're kind of limited there. So if you can get to it early while they're in, in the distance, you can take them out. But then when the boats start coming in, if you don't take them down pretty quick the boats will start launching missiles and stuff at you, so then you'll get blown to hell. And then if you go up to one of the higher tiers to where one of those miniguns sits and you can you know, sit in it and shoot at them, which are really good. But if you aim at a certain direction, you'll start hitting the barrier of what you're shooting from, and then that will blow up in your face. Just all this nonsensical garbage. And it's just yeah. like, I, I just died so many times, I was like, fuck this. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I was like, it's so stupid. Because no matter what I do, 
no matter what I do, something's going to get screwed up. No matter how well I feel like I'm doing, I'll make one mistake and then be like, oh, Mario's dead. And it's like, what was he doing? Just go going. somewhere. You're supposed to be helping me, man. Tough yeah, it up. Go hide in a cave somewhere or something. Just go away. So <laughs> they, always, just, they don't. They don't know. No, that's no, I hate companion protect quests. I yeah, just it's, really it's do. Stupid. He's not helping at all. He's not doing anything at all. And then of course you're being yelled at by everyone. It's like you gotta go protect this. You gotta go do that. And it's like I can't only do one thing at a time. <laughs> Mute it. Yeah, it's the so, beauty of it. Be like, and I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm doing if if I can't get through this quest, I might attempt it one more time. But I just I don't have the patience for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, luckily, you there are checkpoints within it that will allow you to continue from a certain point. But, oh, that's good. But depending on how messed up you allowed your EMP or even Mario to get, they'll you know one of the times they had like very little left, and I was like, this is just pointless at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, how am I gonna? Mm-hmm. I can't do it. So, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop complaining about it because I'm getting angry <laughs> just thinking about it. Blood pressure is up. But anyway, uh, let's talk about some news because maybe maybe that'll calm me down. I don't know. (laughs) It depends on what we have. That's true. Uh, First of all, I I don't know anything about this, but uh, Lace, I think you said you got to play a little bit of it. Uh, Fallout 76 is getting bombed hard Mm. as far as reviews go. Uh, Players have been letting Bethesda know that it's not the Fallout game they want, with most saying that it's a huge open world with absolutely nothing to do. That's yeah. Uh, there was I actually, mean, yeah. I only played the beta, so I, I mean, two weeks before release, so I don't, sure. you know. Mm. There was actually a direct comment that pointed out that the game tries to facilitate the needs of both online multiplayer fans and single player Fallout fans, and both portions of the experience suffer because of it. Uh, that's what I was saying initially. Yeah, that I thought mm. was going to be the problem. It said that it's kind of making it a an uninspired vessel for their amusingly well-fleshed-out microtransaction shop. Oh, damn. (laughs) Come on, Bethesda. Yeah, no, I had said that earlier on, where I was like, you're going to have those who really want the PvP that Mm -hmm. aren't going to be fully satisfied with it because if there's other people who don't want to do PvP and they don't engage, like, you do very little damage if you're the type that wants to just walk up and start, you know, wailing on somebody because you want to start a PvP fight. But unless they engage with you... Their HP goes down very, very, very little, like to try to protect the person who doesn't want to engage in it. And then now it's just a nuisance if you're the type that just wants to go through the world and do it single, like PvE, which there's not a lot of PvE, or at least there wasn't in the beta that I played. Like there's the ghouls and stuff like that that are around and, mm-hmm. you know, some monsters and beasts and things like that. But that that was my biggest concern was that either side was going to be just slightly disappointed because it wasn't fully fleshed out one way or the other. I think they should have just gone full on PvP and called it a day. Just like an MMO or something like that. And, you know, we have our single player ones, the regular ones, those that don't want to engage in it. And then, you know. I mean, on the surface, the concept seems like it should have been a no-brainer. Like, it could really work. Because if yeah. you had a a good multiplayer aspect, you're allowed to create your own settlements. You're allowed to build this place. You invite people mm-hmm. into it. And you, you try to protect what you've built. And, you know, you've got all the monsters and creatures that live in the Fallout world. And then, of course, you're going to have your occasional dickhead that wants to come in and try to ruin it for everybody. But it just seems like it would have worked on the surface. But 
I guess if they're like I said, I think if they did it like a full on MMO, mm-hmm. it might have. This is my own speculation because then you know you have your PVE areas, you have your mm-hmm. PVP areas, like most MMOs would do, and um, I-, I think that might have worked out a lot better. But I understand that they were trying to keep it to be um, as simple as possible because, in theory, you're supposed to be coming out and you're the very first ones after the apocalypse. So they didn't want it to feel completely like a full world. Um, so right. if you have an MMO, they can get oversaturated on certain servers and things like that. But yeah. I mean, I guess they're still technically having to manage that anyway, right? So that only a certain amount of people can go into a specific server. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It just- um, it seems mm-hmm. like it should have worked better, and I think they just they didn't really have faith in their idea enough to really flesh it out properly. And of course, if they're are they just listened from, to both sides too much and tried to compromise too much yeah, instead which of just going, this is what we want to do, and if you like it, buy it. If you don't, mm-hmm. then we've got our single player experiences that will be there for you. And that's exactly why I was so hesitant with this game i just me too i don't know yeah. something about it just didn't seem like it was going to float right yeah well, i mean all they had all they had to do was just make a fallout game with multiplayer yeah that was it i feel like that's all people wanted yeah but i mean kudos to trying something new i mean as we've always said here as well like you know we've had the same ideas fleshed out over and over and over again it's always nice to see someone like try something new um yeah, and put uh, it out there but yeah i think if they would have just gone with one mode or the other completely all in um no one's ever going to be completely satisfied right no. so yeah. like and that's that's fine you, not everybody's gonna like everything right that's what i've always sure. said mm-hmm. we should have known though after elder scrolls online that they were gonna screw it up <laughs> Well, I feel like that's still going really well, though. Now, I mean, for those like that are fans of it, year, it you know. sucked. And see, so, yeah, maybe that's yeah. what they need to do with this. They're going to get all this backlash, and then maybe they'll start to make it work better after mm-hmm. the fact. Yeah, I remember, like it started out with like like a monthly prescri- uh, prescription. Yeah. Well, most MMOs yeah, do monthly though. Monthly prescription of Stimpaks. and it was just terrible. I mean, like awful. Like nobody. Like it started. People started leaving the game, and then they changed it. The subscription and people kind of came back and then they fixed the stuff with the expansions and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I played you, it really early on. I don't remember. Uh, but at that point in my life, I just needed to quit getting addicted to MMOs. So I put them all down altogether because it's too much of my life was going away to them because I can get addicted very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like, I just forced myself to not play them anymore. All right. Well, uh, moving on. There was a report that surfaced last week that certain titles from Telltale Games' library have started to disappear from digital storefronts. Uh, Some assumed this was actually a kickoff of their bankruptcy proceedings, but it was actually learned it was due to a liquidation of assets from the company. So the titles that were removed uh, seemed to be older older titles like um, Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, you know, Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. games like that. that to me, kind of, if they're liquidating their assets, I'm assuming that these games are going back to their original rights holders. So I'm assuming those yeah. went back to Universal. Uh, I, I'm assuming if Walking Dead ever went into that, they're going to revert to Skybound. Yeah. Uh, what else mm-hmm. do they have? Uh, uh, Guardians uh, of the, the Wolf Galaxy, Among the Us. Wolf Among Us. That would go back. Which to, I was excited because uh, there was supposed to be a second one on that. Um, mm-hmm. What Minecraft story mode? Borderlands Tales from the Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that would go back to. And didn't they do uh, one version of Tales from Monkey no. Island too? 
Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, a long time ago. Like one of their first so, ones, yeah, their first those, uh, subscri- was, uh, season model or whatever. Mm-hmm. They did that, that was one of the titles that got listed as being removed. One of them. Not the original ones, I don't think. But like the, right. the I there remember like playing the Art, one right. that was mm-hmm. a season thing, like how they did this one. Right. So, you know, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that uh, whoever owns these, I mean, some of them, I don't think the world was going to miss if they never see them again. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's sad that here we are. Well, here we are. Is, yeah. Because I remember when, when, I think when The Walking Dead, the very first season that came out, I was just like, this is groundbreaking. This is going to be something awesome. It's going to be great. And then you're just hanging on to their coattails thinking they'll do no wrong. And mm-hmm. then they did wrong. Yeah. I felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I missed that first season. Mm-hmm. Actually, all I mean, the first two seasons were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, honestly, they all were. Yeah. I loved all of them. They got zombies in them, so. For sure. <laughs> that's, that's your <laughs> own point. all you need. That's, that's all I need. All right. Uh, next thing I've got is also last week, THQ Nordic actually snagged up some new acquisitions. They, uh apparently acquired Bugbear Interactive and Coffee Stain Studios. They are buying everything. Uh, Bugbear hmm. is actually best known for a game that I've never heard of called Wreckfest. You that, never played Wreckfest? No. I've never heard of Wreckfest. I've never heard of it okay. either. Uh, <laughs> Coffee Stain, on the other hand, they had the distinct honor of being the creator of Goat Simulator. Well, oh, everyone's yeah. favorite Goat Simulator. I've never oh. played it, but it, I, yeah, I, I know I got the to game. play it. For free, I think it was on Amazon. They did like their free Prime app games, so I thought, uh-huh. okay, free, I'll ch- check it out. It's it's just a time waster, if anything. Yeah, Isn't it just like a sandbox? Yeah, kinda, just, yeah, all you're doing is running around with a goat doing crazy stuff, and it's just there's no Stick point. Stick his to tongue it. to everything. <laughs> they got a zombie one now, like the goats, the Walking Dead goat something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it's called. It's ridiculous. It's anyway. Uh, they snagged mm. them up. This announcement also came with the reveal that the company has at least thirty-five unannounced games in development. Oh wow! And, you know that's pretty. It's pretty good for a company that was almost bankrupt a few right? years back. Well, hopefully they just, they're uh, they've learned that lesson and we're not heading that path again. Yeah. No, they went bankrupt. This company just named themselves THQ. They bought the rights to that name. This is a totally oh, like Atari. Company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're just buying. All they did was buy a lot of the old THQ stuff, and then I don't. They just went on a buying spree the last year, like mm-hmm. buying everything they can. Like some of them, like like I think they bought like Kingdoms of Amalar, and everybody was like, "Oh, great, they're going to redo the first game." And then it was like, "No, EA owns that game. This is just they just brought the rights to do a new game." Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, how about that? Yeah, it's, See, it's, it's we a all shit fest. Something. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we're going to go back to Bethesda for a minute and another story. You know, we, we may have been just shitting on them. <clears throat> but it's funny because as much as we do shit on them every now and again, they also do some nice things. We love to hate Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Janky ass great games. That's right. They, they, right? They like we still play things. them. We still buy them. <laughs> they do good things. They do bad things. So, uh this one's actually on the positive note, at least I think it is. Uh, I, I honestly feel like we covered this story uh, a few weeks, a few months maybe. There was a young Fallout fan by the name of West who was diagnosed with cancer at the age of five, and for the last seven years he's actually been fighting this good fight. Uh, 
Wes has a GoFundMe account that was set up to cover costs and treatment and living expenses and stuff like that. Bethesda actually caught word of this, and they found out that he was a Fallout fan. Mm -hmm. So they allowed him to play Fallout 76 before anybody else because, you know. Oh, he was pissed. mm -hmm. They they didn't know if... Right. what his time right. timeline was so was they wanted the to release. allow him to play it he got to play it and i think it was like a day or so after he passed away i'm i really feel like we we talked about this we did i think so um anyway sometime after that uh you know obviously the family was grateful that they allowed him that opportunity allowed him to die peacefully i would assume because he had that experience uh, they quietly donated $10,000 into his GoFundMe, and no one, like, they didn't make a big deal out of it. They just slid it in there, and then the family just happened to take notice and saw that their name was there under the donation. And then a little message that said, you've been an inspiration to the Fallout community and everyone at Bethesda, and we miss you. They should Aww, add him into the game. cry. That's sweet. <laughs> so they did, uh, mm. see, they do good. They do really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, that is. It's heartwarming. They they might all have good hearts, you know, just because their games might come out <laughs> all wonky doesn't mean their heart's not in the right place. Exactly. So that's a very so, nice story. That's good to hear. It is. Yeah. Very awesome. Okay. Uh, to bring the room back up. Just a bit, <laughs> I know. Um, I feel like we're on a roller coaster every podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft actually held their big X18. I guess that's what they call it. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It's stupid the way they do this. Uh, they made some pretty big announcements there. Their biggest being the acquisition of Obsidian Entertainment. I think we mentioned that last yeah. week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and obviously, and, and Obs- in exile too. That was the other yeah. one. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting oh, there. I thought, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. If you don't know, Obsidian is known for games like Fallout, uh, New Vegas, The Stick of Truth, uh, the South Park game, and Pillars of Eternity, and then. Of course, the one you mentioned. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. In Exile. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. What do they do? They make other PC games. There's, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Okay. I can't. It, it's it's more along it's, the lines it, it of, like the, of the Pillars game. <laughs> it though. doesn't matter. They, it, it's not important. Anyway. They, they got them. <laughs> but uh, Microsoft also wanted to reassure people that Crackdown 3 is still happening, even though it's sure, taking forever. Sure, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, like, people are just loving how, like, the demos that they showed, but, like, it looks nothing like what it did when they showed it the first time. Like, mm-hmm. You have little particles flying, like you can just chip off, like the buildings were like chipping apart. But like the original one they showed, buildings were crumbling and falling down, and yeah, it, it, it's not like that anymore. Yeah, kind of makes you wonder. But that's that's what always happens. The power of the cloud, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it's happening. And then they also showed off their uh, Game Pass offering, saying, "Oh, look at all the stuff we're going to be doing with the Game Pass." Because I really feel like um, that's where they're sticking. That's going to be their bread and butter for a while. Yep, it mm-hmm. is. And then, so they're they're hyping it up, letting everybody know. But they never did mention the PC version that they announced. So that's kind of interesting. I say it'll be. Oh, don't tell me down? it's not happening. It's well, happening. Yeah, I think it's still happening. Okay. They just didn't make a big announcement about it to to, I guess, hype it up anymore. And they just hyping it up the Game Pass in general. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, the Game Pass has it does behoove xboxers way more still at this point than it does pc players mm-hmm. um there's just more of a library to choose from for sure um, which is you know it is what it is i mean i would consider the xbox game pass on pc maybe 
Well, I had one for, I don't know, two months or something. I was gifted one. And there was like mm, 10, 11 games. But that was when um, State of Decay 2 had just released. Yeah. So that's really all I played on it. And that was at the beginning Um, of it. I mean, like when they started really hyping it. Mm -hmm. Is it really that new? It's like super new? A couple years maybe. But like I think they really started hyping it with State of Decay. That's when they said like every Xbox exclude or every xbox or microsoft owned game is going directly to game uh, game pass yeah they only started that earlier this year yeah that was with okay so then maybe i only got it a few months into a little bit before e3 i think yeah because it was because that was one of the big games they hyped it was oh uh the the pirate game yeah sea of thieves oh uh sea of thieves yeah yeah. because when it came out it was like you can play that immediately if you have that you don't have to buy Mm -hmm. it and everybody's like okay Cool. Then it yeah. sucked, and then it sucked. <laughs> I mean, so, it's a great concept, but yeah, after a couple hours, you're like, "Well, I think I've done all the things." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So again, but I don't I'll, know if they've improved on it because I know one streamer that she still plays it quite a bit. So I'm from, wondering if Microsoft they, uh, probably pays her. From what I'm hearing, I mean, they're they're really Just putting kidding. a lot of effort into it. <laughs> so I think they're trying to make it worth everybody's money. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great yeah. concept, but again, it might be one of those things like like Bethesda give it a year or so, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see. It's the No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. All right, let's oh, do some quickets. Quickets. Okay. Well, first of all, we got to talk about the big, the big news. The big announcement is that Sony is going to be skipping E3. That mm-hmm. is big. That's big for E3. I think. Like, now, not a good thing. Granted, right. Nintendo did opt out mm-hmm. sometime. Bef- I mean, earlier, because everybody was like, why are you not going? And they're just like, yeah, we're going to do this treehouse thing that we do. And it was like, you're stupid. But now it's <sighs> So more cons to have to attend is what you're saying. I'm I'm starting to think so, yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah. now granted, I don't think they won't have a presence. I just, I don't think they're going to be doing the big stage. They're not thing. doing the stage thing. It's well, I just, mean, haven't they been kind of straying away from that anyway by being in like a separate location regardless? And just well, kind I think of they like all did that. Coinciding they're, with E3 and letting them film it or whatever mm-hmm. yeah but they still have their big booth inside e3 oh okay. but now they're not going to even have that hmm. so it's just it's kind of strange that but i think yeah. we'll hold that thought we'll get back to that okay. in a moment because i think we'll have a, a, a discussion about that i have another okay. tidbit um did you hear that uh prima games is shutting their doors Dang. Yeah, no I more, did. No more guides? No more guides. Everybody's Yeah, that was really sad. On Hang on to your guides, guys, if mm-hmm. you have them. Yeah, it's really but, sad. They've hung on way longer than I thought they would, though, in this day and age of the internet. Yeah. You know, to I be mean, fair. I feel like they could still exist in a digital format if they wanted right, to. Right, true. But I mm-hmm. understand that making books right now when everybody has the internet at their fingertips, why would you need a guide? Right. And as expensive as they tend to be, too. Yeah. They're yeah. usually, what, like 20 bucks? Yeah. 25? Yep. 25. Some of it, well, it depends on which edition, too. They can creep yeah. on up to 40 or 50. But so. usually they're really cool with, like, artwork oh, and yeah. stuff like that I in mean, there as well. At least it's worth the money you're paying. It's not right. just some cheap little guide, but internet's free, so. Right. Yeah. Thing. And that even wins, to get the digital version of those guides, you would have to buy the re- you know the regular version, mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. like. So, so. Yeah. Uh. We're calling it right here. Truth was revealed last week. PUBG is going to release on PlayStation 4 December 7th. I'm, po- I'm pointing at you, Todd. You probably yeah. can't tell. And yes. and it's going to have exclusive gear based on Uncharted and The Last of Us. 
Well, that's cool. Nice. So you can if I can run around like Joel, I might play this. Yeah. So how about that, go. everybody? If you've always wanted to play PUBG and you've never had the opportunity because you didn't have a PC or Xbox. Or Xbox, I guess, yeah. Now you have a chance. It's a two-year-old game that maybe no one cares about. But we do because we've never we'll played see. it. We'll see. I'd like to try, tr- check it out. If if I could get maybe like a trial or a demo, just so I can kind of poke around in it. Yeah. You know, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. No. Uh, EA said that there will be no microtransactions in their remaster of Command and Conquer. They I lied. know you guys are excited about Command and Conquer. No, but I'm going to call uh-huh. it right now. They're, they're, they're lying. Okay. How about this? EA <laughs> said that there will be no microtransactions initially. Ah, there you <laughs> Is go. That what it said? No, I'm oh, just there's adding. The key word. There's there's the 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 scrub of it. Yeah. Initially, yep. they'll pull one of those. Uh, what was it? What was that game that just came out that they pulled that crap on? Oh, Call it Call of Duty. Oh yeah, yeah oh, Black yeah, Ops. Yeah. Well, that, that's like, Activision. Uh, yeah, but still, there's the same difference. Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, new Spider-Man outfits revealed for tomorrow's DLC called the excited? Turf Wars. I am. I really am. Now, as far as the outfits that were given i'm not saying i dislike them they're interesting uh, there's just still some outfits i'd really love to see before all the dlc's done uh first of all was the mark one spider armor which <clears throat> is black for some reason i i'm almost positive in the comics it was silver but i'm maybe i'm forgetting something i don't I know thought the picture i seen no i guess it was black yeah it's kind of a black color so it was just kind of like okay uh, there's also a Spider Clan armor, which almost looks like a little anime Spider-Man character, yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. You yeah, kind of plays on that animated, mm-hmm. cell shaded thing. So it's it's neat, but it just doesn't mesh well with the world. You know, I hate to say that. Yeah. It looks wiry too. Yeah, it's still cool, but just weird. Uh, and then also the original Spider uh, Iron Spider armor from the comic books, not the one from the Infinity War, which kind of feel like i mean it's a cool armor don't get me wrong spider-man in red and gold is kind of neat but you gave us a spider iron spider armor already so why not do something different well, it depends on what the power-up is for it i don't think they come with power-ups because the last three didn't why would they not put some kind of power-up with it i don't know but you can you can put those uh the the arms from the iron spider from the infinity war one on that one yeah. And then you can kind of have that thing, so. Yeah, I don't like it. <sighs> don't like it. I mean, yeah, that's I, thumbs down, wrong. I guess. That's the first I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not pissing on the, the costumes. It's cool. But there, there are costumes <laughs> I'd love to see. Like, if you could have one Spider-Man outfit you'd love to see in the game, what would it be? Uh, I would say just the, the, black, the black suit. The black suit? Yeah. Oh, like the, the Venom symbiote. suit? Okay. Yeah. I, I have no opinion. Ugh. I'm sorry. You disappoint I'll me. Go sh- I'll, I'll <laughs> throw myself out. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> like if I could have there, – there, there are numerous ones. I've heard people say like the Raimi suits or the Amazing Spider-Man suits from the movies. Those would be cool, okay? But I want to think outside the box for a minute. I want to think of something that would just be kind of strange <clears throat> but fitting at the same time. Uh-huh. I would like to see the costume – Designed after the original 1970s live-action TV series. I think that would be something very... And I'm surprised that's not a thing, actually. I I think it should be. I mean, I think a lot of people don't remember that show because it was like one season of television and that was about it. But it was 
it it's it's unique in design right mm-hmm. you know it looks like spider-man but there are tweaks to it that you know would kind of give him a distinction i think it would be kind of neat i mean they did yeah. the adam west batman in what was it arkham uh yeah the last arkham game yeah so yeah. why not that was so that funny was weird <laughs> that was weird <laughs> that was weird running around like that but it was still cool so right. I'd like to see that here. I'd love to see that version of Spider-Man, in a, in a manner of speaking, swinging through New York because he never got to do that on television. So I want to see that. I want to see him swinging through Lebanon in a game. That would be uh, very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Where mean, would he swing? There's nowhere I mean, like, to swing. I mean, if he can swing through the treetops, he can swing through Lebanon. I suppose. I just think it would be fun. A game based in Lebanon. Yeah, well, there's there's not a whole lot going on in Lebanon. Well, that would be something like <laughs> I don't know, like somebody to bring sti- something to it. Somebody yeah. just stole gas from Speedway. Yeah, and or he would go get them. <laughs> someone just got shot at Kroger. Let's go. Yeah, over. yeah. Uh, <laughs> For a Kroger. <laughs> all right, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. If you if you're familiar with this Five little mobile game, is coming to mobile consoles. Game. Yeah, it's gonna be coming to your console. I thought this thing was just done, you know. No, it's not. Uh, it's no. also been reported that the film script of the of the adaptation they would be working on has been scrapped. Pardon me. Okay, good. Because how do you make a fucking movie based on we Five Nights at Freddy's? We were talking about that before, right? Like, I, what yeah. was going to be the plot? I, I don't now, know. I mean, each game, if you dig into it, there is a a plot, a very thin plot, but there's a plot nonetheless. There I is. feel like that if they got the right screenwriter. You took all those ideas and allowed a proper screenwriter to mesh it into something coherent. It could be a very interesting story, and it could be done properly. But something tells me they're going to go for cheap scares and nonsense, yeah. and it's going to be a garbage movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm a fan of B movies too. Yeah, like but, it could be so terrible it's entertaining. But like a are, little cult sleeper hit in 20 years or some some yeah. garbage. Like I mean, that. don't, get me, don't get me wrong. I I could tell you tons of B horror movies that I adore, but mm-hmm. I feel like they are movies who are really trying their damnedest to be something good, but they just didn't have either the budget it's or the they budget, didn't have the yeah. actors or whatever it is. But they're endearing. Yeah. You know, yep. they're they're garbage movies, but they're endearing for whatever reason, you know, because you felt the passion into it. A lot of mm-hmm. movies these days, I don't think they understand what made those movies so good back then. It's because they believed in what they were doing. Right. No matter how cheap everything was, they believed in it. And now I think a lot of these horror movies that they do nowadays, it's just like, oh, let's do it like they did it back then, where it's just all goofy and stupid. And it's like that. You, you're missing the point, man. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that wasn't it. the intention when it was no. filmed. They were just working with what they had. You know. Right. I mean, especially even when you're working on with Super Eight and all that kind of stuff. We don't have the digital effects that you can fall back on mm-hmm. now to hide stuff or whatever. You know. Yeah. Even know. even a mo- movie like Troll Two, as terrible as it is, <laughs> at least they believed in what they were doing. Oh uh, hell right. yeah! So it was scary back in the day, man. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, go check that movie out. And then thank me later. Uh so I, I caught this last minute. I'm so glad I got to jot it down. Netflix announced a Devil May Cry series from the producer of Castlevania. And this nice. is the this is the 
mind-blowing thing, apparently this is part of a shared multiverse with Castlevania. Hmm. Holy shit. I don't know how. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I knew they were working on a Castlevania. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, interesting. it could happen in different parts of the world. I mean, it's it's quite an interesting uh, take. Yeah. The fact that you're, I mean, you're honestly meshing two company games mm-hmm. into one universe. And I think a lot of people might have been a little disappointed that I think they were assuming Zelda was coming because I think we mentioned that before. Right. Yeah. Uh, which I'd still would love to see. I don't know if it would mesh into this universe because, honestly, Devil May Cry would fit in much better with Castlevania than yeah. The Legend of Zelda. Right. But I still want to see Zelda, but I'm I'm interested. I'd love to see what they can do with this. I think they're going to mash up like Uncharted and uh, Zelda. That will fit together perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can <laughs> so see that. You know what? That actually might be a good idea. <laughs> no, I don't think it would. Nathan Drake goes on the search for the Triforce. He hears all the legends of a princess named Zelda. <gasps> oh. Oh. I turned it off. We're on to something. Damn it. I turned it we off. We should just be writing our own stuff. Give everybody give us money so we can do this. And then as we have amazing ideas here and you want to see them come to life. Yeah. I mean, think about Patreon. it. As he's searching for these relics, he's reading about the legends and we flash back to the yeah. past when these things happen. And they can and call then we flash a link forward. to the past. That's right. See? Damn. Come on, man. Look, I see what you come did Come on. I think all three of us have it. We've figured it out. Man, we're going to write oh, this. I'm just writing on your coattails. <laughs> okay. Um, so, director Paul W.S. Anderson uh, wanted to ensure Monster Hunter fans that there will be characters <clears throat> from Monster Hunter in his movie. Now, <laughs> it's just Ken, like you pause too long there. There will be characters. <laughs> and can, from the game. <laughs> can you name one character from Monster Hunter that's not a monster? Captain. And uh, the one I Lieutenant. created. A palico. Yeah. And a palico, yes. Yeah. We had all those guys that you went and talked to for your missions. Yes, but there have been multiple games. Can you can you name one? No, concept? I, just, I just remember no. Captain. But there's going to be characters from those games in the in the movie. Yeah, apparently. Uh, however, I don't know if you happen to see the new set photos that came out of a bunch of soldiers sitting in a a tank, and all that did was just piss people off further. Tank. Because it's just like, what oh, that's right. Doing? Remember, because it's like an alien thing or something, right? Oh, you were no, saying like the the the, the army so, came in and the American army. We were talking about this. Yeah, the American army is going to go through a portal that takes them to the Monster Hunter universe. So Pacific Rim three. Well, I wouldn't even go that far. That's just being generous. <laughs> so yeah, because I remember we were all complaining about it. Like, yeah, why it's, can't it just be? Why in can't that we universe? just do Monster why Hunter? Does it have yeah, to be? exactly. It's all fiction, people. Just write a story within that universe. We don't need human protagonists from our world. We don't. Get that big. We just screw everything up. It's like, well, we need we need some sort of connection to our world. No, you don't. No, you don't. There's not one human connection in the Lord of the Rings whatsoever, other than the characters that live there. It's not like somebody showed up from our world and said, "Oh man, I don't know where I'm at." You know, all these furry footed people. This is just crazy. Stupid. <sighs> All right, I'm getting mad. Uh, finally, <laughs> finally, we got to see a trailer for Detective Pikachu. Oh Did you guys god. see that? Did you see those? Oh my god, I'm a terrible person. Pokemon. I meant to look that up before we started today, and I didn't. But I've been hearing a lot of great things about it. 
the, I can watch the, it now. The Pokemon, that one looked creepy. Which one? The one, his, I, I don't know which one it was. Mr. His, Mime? His face was had them little, th- little things yeah, on top. Yeah, Mr. Mime. Okay, yeah. He looked creepy. Yeah, maybe. But I will say, I was ready to dismiss this movie, and now that I've seen a trailer, I kind of want to see it. That seems like what a lot of people were saying, actually. Because They're like, you know what? Actually... Because I think I think we never really grasped the concept of what they were going to make Pikachu look like. And they never really gave us any indication as to what the plot was going to be. It was just like, we're doing a Detective Pikachu movie. My first instinct is like, okay, so it's going to be in the real world. We're going to have some crappily designed Detective Pikachu. Didn't expect what we got at all. I was seeing like what you see in the video games. That mm-hmm. was my projected thoughts. And it's just going to be like, why is this this crazy little, you know, yellow mouse with a hat running around talking to people? <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. And then that's just going to be the stupid movie in our world. But the fact that uh-huh. it's in the Pokemon universe, it's it's building this world. See, Monster Hunter? Yeah, yes. That's what I was say. It yeah. was just like, oh my God, we're actually going to be there? We're actually going to get to see other Pokemon? It's not just him? So I think that's what sold me on it is we're actually getting a legitimate Pokemon movie. Legitimate Pokemon movie. Regardless of whether, I'll, whether I'll have to look it up. I've heard good things. Yeah. So regardless of whether it's Detective Pikachu or not, it's a legitimate Pokemon movie that you can build from. So I kind of want to see it. I really would like to see it. I don't know I'm not as familiar with Pokemon lore, though, but I would give the trailer a look. I mean, I haven't played every game, but I've played enough to be like, you know, yeah, I mean... I would want to see it. I could probably not, maybe, I wouldn't sit there and say, oh, man, I get every reference, but I could probably get little things here and there, like little winks and nods, and be like, oh, okay, I got that. If it's Uh a good movie, I can at least just enjoy it and appreciate it for what it is. Sure. You know, whether I I do all that anyway. And I think think it will be. I think it'll be uh, enjoyable for all. All right. There's the dude I was talking about. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, Mr. Mine. Yeah, he looks weird. Well, they had to give him texture and whatnot. Well, he's creepy. Okay, guys, so it's time for Truth or Trash. Ooh, hit All right. me. Hit me. I actually have quite a few today. Good. I have six. Good. Six. So this is this is going to be hard-hitting stuff. I want, some, I want some solid opinions here. I'm solid. Okay, you ready? First thing. I'll just follow Todd because he's no. good at this. No, you, you follow your heart. Follow, follow your heart. heart. Yo, so I'm not good at it? No, you are good at she it. She said I she's mean, joking. I wasn't. I said I will follow my heart. But I was saying I feel like yours has been proven more, yeah, I mean, more you, correct. You, have, you're, you got a good. Track you have of, PUBG under your belt. We need. Man. We need to keep track of this more, so to make sure it's that true. you're. At least I can win the something. competitive sibling yeah. rivalry here. Yeah, we'll give you a great want, big no prize. I want mom to love me better. <laughs> okay. Who is mom, by the way? I don't know. Who's okay. mom? <laughs> I don't know. We're we're brothers and sisters. I just, we got a mom somewhere. Super Mega yeah. Crash mom. She's out yeah. there somewhere. We'll, no. we'll meet her Just one don't day. make it me. God damn. <laughs> no, she's just... <laughs> all, right, uh, all right, first thing. The PlayStation 5 will feature a touchscreen controller. Ooh, truth. You know, like I have been thinking about Because I want this. it to be true. I don't know that I want it to be true. Like I've seen patents for this. Mm-hmm. We've already kind of got it. Yeah, but think about the battery life on this controller. <laughs> It's already garbage on the battery life. Yeah, I conceded that, that a long garbage. time ago. Yeah, but it's you not play for like two or three hours, you're done. No, no, I can play for eight hours on my controller. Really? Yeah. How? I, I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue. Like I've just 
you can dim one of those special ones. Dim the light of your. You know, Maybe my fast internet drains my battery. Could, but do you, have, <laughs> you, have you, have you uh, like dimmed your light on your controller? I've never in my life. I didn't even know yeah. that was a thing. Yeah, I did that. That helped out a lot. <laughs> So maybe but that's it right there. Could be. I don't know. I, I know they did the patent for this thing. I don't know if it'll ever see the you know time of day. Yeah. But so I'm gonna say, mm, that's tough, man. Because through the trash, baby, it's two two options. I'm gonna go with trash. Okay. Uh, next thing, Lace. Did you you said truth, right? I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next thing. Square Enix's Avengers game will only be multiplayer. Oh, please God, no. It's probably going to be true. True. Because big companies want to force us into multiplayer mm-hmm. all yeah, the time. And they don't, have a, they don't have one. So, in other words, they're doing an, a Marvel MMO. Probably. Probably. So, truth or trash? Mm. Going truth. I'm going truth too because there's not one like DC okay. Universe did so good, mm-hmm. and they're, they're hoping to have that hit. Okay. Um, Platinum Games is working on a sequel to the wonderful 101. Oh, I hope not. I don't even know what that is. That's I a new game on the know. Wii U. Yeah, the Wii U game. Oh, I have no, I have no idea about this. Okay, and that's the one where you. So I'll just say trash because I've had two truths. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> who who did the first is. one? Platinum. Okay, they're definitely working on a new one. Okay. Because that was a hit for them. That was one of the shining points of the the Wii U, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. So. Okay, next up, Ninja Theory will announce a new Ninja Gaiden game next year. And it will be exclusive to Xbox. Probably. Like they did before. Years huh. ago. But truth or trash? So, so the truth is, or trash is, if they're announcing it next year, not that it'll be releasing. Yeah, they're going to announce it next year. Mm. A new Ninja Gaiden game. I'm going to say trash, and they're going to go with Hellblade. Okay. Ooh, I was hoping it would be Hellblade, but you never know. No, you right. didn't say that. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, next, game. the Game Awards will feature a first look. At Mortal Kombat 11. Truth. Didn't we just have the Game Awards? Did no. we? No. Not yet. It's oh, it was the Joystick play. Awards, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Speaking okay, of that, did y'all see the uh, Game of the Year contenders? No, we did not. Monster Hunter is in there. Good. Really? Do you think it has a chance to dethrone Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, or Spider-Man? No, it was it was good. It's good what they did, but it's not on par with those games by any stretch. Yeah. But that is true. Like... um. I mean, not true. It's awesome, though. Spider-Man is, I mean, he's all over the place being nominated. So is God good. of War. Good, good, good. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry. We've we've tangented. Yeah. Tangented? Is that a word? Um, what's the thing Mortal again? Kombat 11. Is it going to be at the Game Awards? Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Game Awards. Yeah. It's been like two years since the last one. I'm going to say okay. truth. Yeah, I'm going to say truth also. All right. And finally, Sony is skipping E3 for a massive PSX show. To reveal the PS5. Okay, now that was what I've been I've been looking into all this since I I seen that announcement, and I believe that they're going to reveal. They're not going to really. They're going to announce 
But what do you think about this? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, <laughs> there is some truth. There is some truth to this. I'm I don't say think truth. it's going to be. Okay, when did you say the PSX was going to be? I didn't. Oh, I just okay. Said when, they're they're skipping the E3 yes, for those. They're skipping the PS- E3. I feel like they are going to announce uh, the the PS5 at E3. Not at E3, but they're going around that time. That's what mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna do. They're not gonna they're gonna have right, their like, try to steal direct. its thunder. Right. They're, they're still gonna drop yeah. some bombs, and then PSX this next year they are going to announce, or they're going to show you the PS5, show games running, and then say, and with a touchscreen controller, possibly, possibly. <laughs> you're you're right. It could it could end up being a a switch type thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Uh, and then mid-year 2020, it comes out. Okay. Truth. I'm going to say truth. Yep. Okay, good. So that's all I got. So we'll that's see it. if okay. all of your truths or trash come true. <clears throat> I know we should be keeping track of this, though, and writing really? it down. Keep track. I'll, I'll just, I'll, write, I'll, keep, I'll keep this page. Just go back and listen to every podcast. And okay. Uh, weird news time. Weird news. Okay. Uh, Lace, I'm, I'm kind of feeling wait, for wait, you wait, right wait. now. There's sex uh, in it. it. No, there's not sex in it. Well, no. maybe one. Uh, I was wondering. Possibly. Okay. Po- possibly. Are there zombies? But yeah. I love that you're like, hey, Lace, is there sex in it? Well, possibly. What no. now? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kind, of feeling, <laughs> I'm kind of feeling for you right now because I'm I'm hearing that uh, you know the PlayStation is going to get more expensive in, in uh-huh. Chicago uh, because despite, oh, in Chicago specifically. Yeah, because it seems despite fighting the city's infamous amusement tax for some time. Uh-huh. Sony is now going to have to adhere to this law due to some clarifications about the tax and what is taxable under it. Uh, this enforcement looks to have went into effect on the 14th. So uh, if you're not sure... So like my PS Plus will be more expensive? Yeah. If you're not sure how much you should be concerned, uh, you're probably going to be paying like six or seven more dollars per game. Freaking okay. Chicago! Damn it. So just oh. uh, if you happen to, to buy something, you'd be like, oh, that's a little bit more expensive than i remember like games even too yeah yeah everything see this is why we shop outside of cook county chicago just to put that out there to you this is why we don't shop here Mm -hmm. hey have you got anything about black friday in there anywhere i don't okay just saying that uh go to the playstation blog Mm -hmm. and they have a ton of stuff uh about black friday for sony like um two hundred dollar spider-man bundle for the I re- saw. So I heard people saying that when I was looking it up myself, I couldn't find it because I think mm-hmm. ours is starting to die its death. Yeah, I still have the first gen, guys. The fact that it's still running is very impressive. Yeah, and then so there's GG also, Sony for that. There's also um, PlayStation Plus uh, subscription discounts. So I also keep in mind we're not sponsored by Sony. No, He's no, just it's just no. That's good deals because <laughs> I, I mean I'm gonna go and get one of the PlayStation Plus. That'll probably be the only thing I pick up. Okay. Dang it. Yeah. This stupid entertainment tax. Anyway. All right. Uh, next thing I've got, and this will kind of follow to what you were saying. Uh, hey, do you guys remember that classic game we talked about called Scum where you could size penises and stuff like yeah. that? Yes. yes. Yeah, well, apparently the game has a bug now that just makes your penis grow out of control. Nice. That is the <laughs> best bug to have. Just, just letting you know. What if there was a, Boys. a STD that your penis just grew? I would be afraid. Isn't that no. called? No, it's not an STD though. But I was gonna say there's elephantitis. Doesn't yeah. that make your nut grow though? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why are we talking? You'd be about bouncing that? around I'm, yeah, on your nuts really like <laughs> looked Park. into it too much. I'm scared. I'll see pictures, and I don't wanna. Yeah, no, I don't need don't that, that in my brain. I've already got enough stuff in here that should be scrubbed clean. <laughs> 
Total Recall. Anymore. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Well, I had something that I wanted you guys to buy for a dollar, but I didn't put a price tag on it. What is it? Well, hey, uh, let's play. I'd buy that for a dollar. Let's play it. Let's. Because you're just going to have to tell me what you think you'll pay, and I'm sure it's going to be a, you know, an exorbitant amount more than what you really want to. But, hey, right. we'll, 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 we'll wing it. Well, if you tell does. me, I'm going to look okay, it up so and we'll figure it out. Okay, so you guys like Assassin's Creed, right? That's okay. Uh, a normal amount. Sure, sure. But you know you know what would make it so much better? Mm-hmm. The game itself? Wine! No, no, I think better well, controls. Well, there you go. Wine, okay? Ubisoft, like in-game or me drinking it? You're going to be drinking it because Ubisoft okay. has partnered with Lot19 to pr- produce six limited edition wines based around Assassin's Creed. Okay, now let's see if we can find one that's right for you. (laughs) First of all, we have the Aveline. Okay. All right. The Aveline is a French white blend described as infinitely versatile, deftly tackling various food pairings and displaying different characteristics each time. So, okay. you want a white French wine named no. Aveline? No. I'm not a big white drinker. I'm a little on the fence about this whole thing. Okay, no, no. Well, Two buck chuck keeps cu- popping into my brain sure, here. Sure, sure. But, but we're going to keep moving. Uh, there's the Arno, which is a Zygwelt. I don't know what kind of wine that is, but it's, uh, it's a mouthful. It's uh, Never vibrant of colors of, or vibrant flavors of plum, morello, cherry, and violet. So that, that mm. could be good. This is starting to sound like box wine. That's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, (laughs) Then there's the Altier. A bottle box. Which is a Cabernet with rich flavors of red currant and savory herbs. See, now that's the only one that sounded okay so far. Okay. There's also the Bayek, which is a Tempranillo. 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 Thank you. I I had a feeling you knew your wines. Uh, it's just described as ripe and full-bodied, <coughs> just like Bayek. Bayek. <laughs> then we have the Connor, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon. That's that based is... on Detroit Become Human, right? No. That's, that's the guy from what? <laughs> Anatuk, or whatever he's called. Uh, it's described as extremely complex, yet pleasing and balanced, just like Connor. Yeah. Right? And then finally, we have, you can't have a wine collection... Assassin's Creed did not have the Ezio. I would of hate course. that. That's like a dessert wine. It's a Tuscan, super Tuscan red blend, described as charming and charismatic, displaying flavors of cherry and red plum on the palate. Yeah, and it talks uh, as much as he does. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> Do you want this wine? How much, guys, would you pay for one bottle of so this wine? So six wines, you just said? Yeah, now you can buy one separately. Twelve ninety nine. Is it like some fancy bottle or something? I like mean, that? I'm gonna assume because when you look at the names, I I wrote them down, but I'm not gonna try to attempt to to read them because it's like, that's what. That's see. probably pretty close. Um, you see, you see that? You can read it. Are you looking at that? Yeah. You I'm see, now I'm trying to think of like what Ubisoft would be charging. Or if they're the ones even well, doing I think, it. And I think then what, like, I would actually pay versus the description. Okay, what years are the wines? Oh, okay. Steven? They're all, oh, uh, the Aveline, the Arno, and the Altier are 2017. The Bayek mm-hmm. and Ezio are 2015. And the Connor is 2016. Okay. 2015. 12.99, Bob. But you said French, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to say 
Because those other two are super young. They're all really young. All right, guys. I I got I finally got prices. So tell me how much you would pay per bottle or maybe for a case of all of them. Oh, just a case per of bottle? all of them? Both. Both. Give me oh. what would you pay per bottle or what would you pay for the entire case? Okay. Well, okay. So the 2017 is the youngest. So I probably wouldn't pay more than like $10, honestly, because okay. I'm sure you go to a Binnie's and it's going to be $4. And then you go... <laughs> but I'm also wine. thinking they're going to jack it up because it's like a collector's thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So I'm going to say $100 for the case. Okay. Let me do Because it's their prices. I would pay just maybe give 40 some, just, give me some, just give me some numbers. You're going to pay 40 bucks for... For the case. For the case. Hmm. Those are young wines, yo. Okay. But, mm-hmm. but talk to me in ten years, and then we'll talk. We'll talk prices. Seventy nine ninety nine for the case. For the case. Oof, mm-hmm. Gosh, guys. All right. So. But can, I'm also trying to keep in mind this is a collector's thing, so I know it's going to be more expensive. For an entire case. Okay, and I'm assuming how how many bottles usually come into a case of Six wine? Six is about right. Six. Huh. Well, that, the, the math here doesn't really quite add up. So I'm assuming there's more in the case than just the six. And maybe there's bonus stuff. I mean, we buy game. a bulk of 12 where I work. but An I, entire you case know. is going to run you about $192. Oh, shit. I ain't getting it. No. But I, there might be more to it. There might be more in it. However, if you'd like to get one singular bottle of wine, it will mm-hmm. only run you $20. Holy shit. See, that's so the math not ridiculous per bottle, but still yeah. a little high, I think, for as young as it is. But, it, but again, it's... And since you only really said three bottles with actual grape in it, where the other ones was like, you herbs know... Herbs and spices. Yeah. And tastes like <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken's gravy. So... Well, I mean, that's not unusual to put in a wine, but gravy. like... <laughs> gravy. But when you were just saying the blah, 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 and like not a <sighs> grape that I recognize, especially that Zaza... Zaz- Gabor thing you said. Joshua Zaza Gabor. Gabor? <laughs> I don't know. Like you Take said one that I, oh, I'm really shocked I've not I've never heard of. Zweigelt. That looks Zweigelt. German mm. because it's like <laughs> Like I'm no Somalier, my That sounded like right. ISIS. Probably. I didn't mean Why? that to be offensive. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to read <laughs> these uh, consonants that are all mashed together. Okay, uh, let's do some release dates real quick. Release dates. Okay. Uh, November 20th, we have Farming Simulator 19 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC. Uh, actually, on the PC, it's coming out on the 19th. Uh, we have Actung, uh Cthulhu Tactics for PS4. Beat Saber for PS4. Why do I know that name? Beat Saber? Yeah, what is that? It's a PSVR game. Where I you think you're probably thinking of the one from Evil Cult that had one sort of similar to that. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, Beat Saber is on P- uh, PC. Too. Oh, that's just the thing where they okay. The I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar yep, 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 yep. Uh, Warframe for the Nintendo Switch. Flashback, which I'm excited about for that's PlayStation old Four. Game. Mm-hmm. Do you do you remember Flashback? Mm-mm. I remember the cover of that game and everything. Okay. Uh, Storm Boy, the game for PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man Turf Wars DLC for PlayStation Four. Woo-hoo. Bendy and the Ink Machine for Xbox One and Nintendo Switch. There you go, Lace. Yeah, I know. She's excited. Woo! Valkyria 4, or Chronicles 4, the two Valkyria DLC for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Squishies for PlayStation 4. ATV Drift and Tricks Definitive Edition for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. And Jurassic World Evolution, The Secrets of Dr. Wu DLC for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Then on November 22nd, we have I Am the Hero for Xbox One. World of One for Xbox One. And then the rest are for the Nintendo Switch. 
Party Hard, which I can imagine is going to be, I can't, I, I'm surprised, to be honest with you. Uh, Nidhogg 2, Battery Jam, The Adventures of Bertram Fiddle, Episode 2, The Bleaker, Perl- <laughs> it's a game, uh, and Word Sudoku by Palgi. 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 Uh, and then finally, on November 23rd, we have Acton Cthulhu Tactics for Xbox One, and then Forever Forest for Nintendo Switch. All right, let's play a quick game of... What the hell did you just say? All right. Okay, guys. I've see got... how bad my brain is this morning. Oh, I've got no. a few. I'm just going to give you the, the solid ones. Okay. Okay. Uh, place. Now make sure to give Todd the good ones so he doesn't yell at me. I shall. I shall. <laughs> All right. Uh, place. Yes. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. So it's a it's a sandbox building game. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, it, I mean, obviously, it's never ending. Um, and you just play uh, like God, like in black and white. Mm-hmm. And um, you can create whatever your little heart desires within the confines of the game. So any kind of materials from the earth, from the space, you name it. And uh, you just try to create um, this really cool looking space. And that's about it. There's no points awarded or anything. It's uh, like a $2 game on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Todd? Adolf Hitler Humiliation Simulator. Oh, God. It's the Adolf Hitler from Little Nicky. Okay. <laughs> and you have pineapples and everything. You can do whatever you want to. I mean, it's just kind of like, what was that game where you beat the hell out of your boss? I don't remember. On uh, It was on iPhone, mm-hmm. like, first. Was oh. Like, you'd just you'd smack your boss. That was a game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's along those lines. You just shove a pineapple up Hitler's ass. <laughs> and it's that all, insult, all, right? Yeah, all that kind of stuff. You can, the sky's the limit. Gotcha. It's two dollars. Great Hitler. It's $2 on Steam. Gotcha. Uh, Lace, and you're there too. And you're there too. Um, I think it's a point and click game. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a story uh, that's going through, um, I don't know, these these two kids. Um, and so as you go to school, it's like, and, and then you look at your best friend and you're like, yep, and you're here too. So it's pretty sarcastic throughout the whole thing. You know, mm-hmm. they go to the park and looks over and you, yep, you're here too. And uh, you just basically are extremely sarcastic as you're going through this and kind of, she's the, the main characters are her. She's just kind of upset that her, uh, you know, imaginary friend is just always there, even mm-hmm. when she wants to turn it off. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Todd? Stay out of the house. Oh, shit. Well, it's along the same lines of Hello Neighbor. Okay. And your parents are... I'm going to go with like a lewd. A lewd. Your, trans, your parents are trying to get it on. Mm-hmm. And you're, you got to go in and get something out of their room. <laughs> I'm being caught. <laughs> But you got to stay out of the house. But you got to stay out of the house. Yeah. If they catch you in the house, you're in trouble. Okay. And and if you get caught three times, you got to come in and stay for the rest of the day. All your friends (laughs) play outside. (laughs) That's messed up. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) All right. Uh, Lace. Kitten Love Emulator. Kitten Love Emulator. Um, I think this is like one of those, what was it? The Tamagotchi games or whatever. Mm. Um, and you, um, 
go to the store, you pick out your kitten, and uh, it's just you've got to time it to feed it. It's like a real time game. So every once in a while, you've got to peek back in on it because it might be hungry mm-hmm. or, you know, needs to clean the litter box and all this kind of stuff. Um, and you're just, um, you know, having fun with your your fake digital pet okay. that you have to check in on at least about three or four times a day. Oh, shit. That's too many times. All right. Todd? Yes. <laughs> Kick the puppet. Kick the puppet. Mm-hmm. The puppet's name is Kick. Okay. And you have to make him perform a show for the kids. It's kind of like uh, Manuel Samuel. Mm-hmm. Nice. And, you know, you control all the, the puppet strings. Okay. You make him perform the show, and you get graded on the show after every time, you know. And, of course, you know, there's different challenges you have to do. Mm-hmm. And there's different medals you can win, and there's ten different shows and ten different dances. Fair enough. Uh, Lace, last one. <coughs> you have ten seconds, three. You have ten seconds, three. We've we've been waiting for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, this third iteration of you have 10 seconds so um it's kind of a rip off of what was the bomb diffuse game um so I, all the was that was it uh everything will wait 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 keep talking or uh, I, you die keep talking yeah keep talking or it'll explode yeah, yeah. or will explode or whatever it is uh and uh so it's just a bunch of different uh swat scenarios and so um, you get the rundown at the beginning of each scenario of what you've got to do and where they think it's located. And you have 10 seconds to get in there, diffuse it and get out. Um, it's it's a very, very uh, makes you feel the rush because, I mean, that timer tink, 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 tink. And like sometimes the building can be like three stories large, especially when you get towards the end of it. So it gets really, um, you, you, I mean, you got to build up that cardio so you can get sure. in there really fast and know what you're doing no and pull the right wire. That would be a good yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, Todd, last one. Fortified Swiss. Fortified Swiss. Mm-hmm. thought we said easy ones. Well, I had to give you one. Fortified Swiss. How is this like? Okay, this is okay. Got it. This is a player versus player, mm-hmm. and you are mice. Okay, and you have to protect your cheese, your Swiss cheese. Mm-hmm. And each mouse has little mouse weapons. Like, um, think about Gizmo from uh, Gremlins mm-hmm. when he has the the bow and arrow made out of the paperclip. You yep. have stuff like that. Gotcha. And you just you know go through. Protect you your, protect I like the cheese. little bar picks that you stuff your olives on. Yeah, the yeah. Bar, you know, Some of, the yeah, like little yeah. swords. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, that would be okay, great. Okay, I play this game. Okay. Yeah, I like it. <clears throat> All right, guys, we're gonna move into our final section. We don't have a uh, typical section that we normally do our reviews and whatnot. I actually wanted to take this opportunity to talk about Stan Lee because. He was someone truly important in my life, and I don't know if you guys have any stories to share about what he meant to you, but he meant the world to me. He was someone who was part of my childhood and moved into my adulthood. He was everything I wanted to be, and I didn't even realize it at the time, 
you know, he was just someone who was there telling me about my favorite heroes, you know, Spider-Man and the X-Men, you know, the Incredible Hulk. And he was he was introducing them to me every Saturday morning. And his voice was undeniably unique. You knew that was Stan. Excelsior. You knew everything. And then you'd hear his catchphrases like Excelsior. Enough said. True believers. You know, this is Stan Lee. And he would just tell you everything you wanted to hear. He would guide you through these adventures, and it was just something awesome. And then you'd pick up a comic book, and you'd see his name, Stan Lee Presents. And you're like, this is the guy. This is the guy who was talking to me on the television, you know. And he was just, like I said, somebody I wanted to be and didn't realize it as a kid. Because when I was 10, I started drawing my own little comics and characters and stuff like that. Because I would draw his, you know, his characters all the time. What was it called? Uh, the very first one that I did, which was, do you, are you talking, you want yeah, me to say I it? I want you to say it. Okay. <laughs> say it like you said it that day. Well, see, there's, there's times and everything for that, but, uh, it was not meant to be a comic at first, but I was doing this little thing called Steven's Wacky Maze and I was 10 and it just grew into a comic because I started giving little narratives in it as I was drawing it every time I would draw a new issue or a new maze or whatever a new game it just evolved into a comic and then that just grew into other characters and other comics and other things and i didn't realize that i was doing exactly what he did you know at the time i was creating my own world with my own characters and emulating in so many great fashions what he did years ago and as i got older i started seeing that i started seeing what i had done and how much he influenced me. And it, it, it was one of those things that I just, I wanted to meet this man so bad. I wanted to shake his hand and let him know what he meant to me. And I did for like five seconds because this piece of shit <laughs> con that we went to were just so terrible. And it was, it was a piece of shit. That was there. I didn't get to have a moment well they have to cattle you through unfortunately at those kinds of things well what disappointed me the most is i think we had gotten there on a friday and he was supposed to be at a booth and stuff like that and the lines weren't that bad and i i gave up you know because i didn't think he was coming that night and then of course after i leave i find out he shows up and then you hear all these people talking about how they got to talk to him for like five or ten minutes and i'm like well damn it so i regretted that i i left and then, of course, I come back the next day when chaos ensued and I got shoved through like cattle. Here you go. Take a picture. Move. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And I still have my picture of me and Stan. And yep. I, I love it that I have that, you know, because it's something. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a moment. It's a memory. But I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like being able to say that to him, you meant this much to me. You did this for me. I felt like that's something I just needed to say to him. And I didn't get my opportunity. I didn't get my chance. But, you know, I mean, I, I know that we're usually talking about video games. He did video games. Oh, you know? man, it goes hand in hand with yeah. video games, though. <clears throat> I mean, he narrated, you know, the very, well, not the very first, the, what was it, the Spider-Man game? It was just Spider-Man. It was on the mm-hmm. N64 and the PlayStation 1. You know, he narrated that just like he did the old cartoons and talk about taking me back. That was just like, oh, my God, he's doing just like that old TV show. 
And then, of course, he played himself in all the Lego Marvel games, which, you know, is perfect because he got yeah. to do like 100 cameos in one game and stuff like that. So, I mean, he, he was in games, and, of course, he was in Spider-Man for the PlayStation 4 that just came out. That little cameo that he did there mm-hmm. was so yeah. – it was so perfect, you know, because you didn't see it coming. It wasn't anything that you were told about. It just happened. And, and you are like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was like, oh, there's a cameo. There he is, and he looks so awesome. But I'm probably rambling a bit because I, I, I don't really know what to say. It's okay, man. He, he's worthy of rambling on about. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wish I had more stories that I could share. Well, you're not Kevin Smith, okay. Yeah, I'm not. Right. I his, <laughs> uh, his experiences with him. But I don't know. He just... Even after it happened, I just started thinking about and hearing all these stories that other people were sharing, and it just made me want to be so much more like him, you yeah. know, in mm-hmm. so many ways. You know, how positive he was about everything, how encouraging he was about everything. How young people. at heart. Yeah. Dude, he right? Just, he yeah. acted like us and at 95. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just, I guess I'm not giving up on that. You know, I want to be 95 and feeling spry, as he did. Yeah. You know, and encouraging to to so many people. But I probably never have what he had, but doesn't mean I won't try and keep trying. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, and to find, I actually learned as well that he was... 39 when he did the Fantastic Four, and I was just like, holy that's how old shit. I, that's how old we are now. Yeah. Maybe Stephen's Wacky May is just all of a sudden. I was just up. waiting. I told somebody, I said, maybe my Fantastic Four moment's right around the corner, and I just don't know. Right, yeah. <clears throat> but That's a big inspiration right there, especially for those of us that just, like, as we creep into the late 30s and all that kind of stuff, where we're just like... Creeping, I'm stomping the hell out of the late 30s. Yeah, well, I'm forever going to be below it. (laughs) Just gonna, but I mean, like, I don't have a lot of uh, like stories like that because it wasn't something like a huge influence growing up on me. But just to be that fact of somebody that had such a huge influence that I knew Mm -hmm. so much about him and see how influential he was in other people's lives. I mean, that kind of says a whole lot there, too, that it was not something I actively sought out. It's not something that I can have a lot of fond uh, childhood memories to look back on. But, like, his presence was huge, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I can respect that and I totally admire that. And I completely 100% understand how how much he has touched other people's lives in that regard, especially if they were um, someone who grew up with him, you know. so that's such an amazing presence to have in the world that even people who didn't read the comics on a regular basis or do all that, that you just, it's Stan Lee, you know mm-hmm. who Stan Lee is and you love him. Like I've never heard any, oh, you know, disparaging now. remarks or any negative press. And I mean, there might be ever, you know, you've in the spotlight for so long, it's bound to have happened at some point, but I don't know about it, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Um, I mean, outside of so yeah. the nonsense that was happening over the last couple of months earlier in the year, which I oh I with his kids and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't something. buy yeah. that nonsense. But the only negative story, and even saying it's negative, it's 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 I, I don't even know how to say it. It's you know just he and the uh, fellow creators Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko. They were guys who helped him create the characters that he did. Ditko actually designed uh, Spider-Man and I 
feel like Doctor Strange. And then Kirby was responsible for the, the X-Men and Fantastic Four and the Hulk and all these other great characters that he did. And there became this feud, I guess, at some point that he was the creator. Like, I know that with Ditko, everyone would say, well, Stanley created, you know, Spider-Man. And then it was like, well, Steve Ditko did as well because he designed the suit. He designed the, the look. So he's just as much as the creator of Stan, and that turned into a big fight. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there were creative differences between him and Kirby. And, of course, Kirby was a legend on his own right. I mean, yeah. that's that's a whole other story that I could get into, and I won't. But um, Just, They don't have the charisma that Stanley had. No. And he, he, was, he was a persona. Yeah. For the company. And, you yeah. know, he went out there and championed Marvel. And he was right. like, you know, you want your stories? You want the the greater heroes? Here, you know, this is where you want to be. Make mine Marvel. You know, come over here. And yeah. in some ways kind of instigated the rivalry between DC and Marvel in a way. But, I mean, I wouldn't say it was meant to be uh, bad. I think it was just to be friendly competition. And they've always been friendly. I think yeah. the the fans are the ones who've turned it into rabid, That's how it always vicious is, nonsense. <laughs> but I mean, his characters were always so much more relatable. I mean, how yeah. as as awesome as characters like Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman are, they're hard to be relate. You know, for us to relate to in some way because they're gods in right. a manner of speaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Batman's human, but we're not rich, right? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, how can we relate to that? But a character like Spider-Man, who's a kid, who's trying to get through every day, who's trying to pay rent, who's trying to just survive, and then feels this obligation and desire to help people. Right. You can relate to that. Anybody can relate to that. Because that's us. You know, we're not well off. We're, we're trying to do what we can. That's that's life. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I appreciated about his characters and everything that he did. And I've... In, in writing my characters, I try to emulate that in some way. I don't write characters to be rich, powerful characters. In fact, I'd say most of my rich, powerful characters that I ever wrote were the bad guys. And I don't <laughs> do that intentionally. It's just like, well, they're going to be the ones making the, the decisions that we can't. Money corrupts. Mm-hmm. So that's just how it worked. You know, I don't know. But I could probably ramble all day. I just I wanted to say a few words about Stan because he he meant the world to me, and I'm, it's it's weird to think that we live in a Stanley less world now. Yep. I mean, yeah, it really up, is. Growing up, we had uh, my my family had a comic book store. Mm-hmm. That's right. So he was an everyday thing. Like yeah. when I thought of Batman, I thought of Stanley. <laughs> like that's how big Stanley is. Like just if you think of comics in general. The first person that comes to your mind is Stan Lee. And I think a lot of people made that, you know, never distinguished between the two because it was just like, like you said, Stan Lee comics. Mm-hmm. He equals comics. He created everything. Right. Yeah. Because I've seen, I saw people at the cons doing that, giving him Batman books, and I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he would sign them. He was like, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I think they were doing that, I don't know. As a, hey, I got a Batman comic signed by Stanley. Yeah, and it could it could have been a joke. But <laughs> yeah. I honestly feel maybe they're like, hoping that's going to be the autograph that makes the yeah. money someday mm-hmm. too. But I think know? I think there were people out there who didn't know because they were just like, oh, comics, Stanley, right? Yep. Yep. And I think there's even a generation of kids out there right now that don't know him 
as comic book, you know, the comic book writer and person that he was, but Stanley, the guy who's in all the Marvel movies. Right. You yeah. know, right. I think he did, like, for comics, he brought it mainstream. He made it. He, he made it. Just He changed the course of yes. where it was going because right. there were not comics like that. All the comics mm-hmm. before what he did were romance comics and western comics and, and just these simple, basic stories that had no depth to them. Right. They were just like, well, Superman's got to save the day. Oh, he saved the day. Good. Yay. And I think that's why it's so hard for the writers to write Superman now because right. how do you make that character complex? He's a god. What mm-hmm. makes him complex? And I think that's why yeah. we saw darker Superman and stuff like that trying to give some sort of pathos to him that he's never had. Batman, I can see where you can go deep. I mean, there have been a lot of good ones, but he, he made that important. He's like, you have to understand these characters. You want to relate to these characters. And the more you do, the more people get involved and invested. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, to me, like... Uh if I didn't like comics, have you ever not liked something and then somebody presented it to you and you're like, you know, I kind of like that guy, so I'm mm-hmm. going to give this a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how, to me, like a lot of people, I might not like comics, but like if Stan Lee presented the idea to you, you would just start gravitating to at least look at it. Yeah, you'd listen. Yeah. So, and, and none of the other people do that. Not, not even, still don't even do that. Like I couldn't tell you anybody else with comic books, like as far as pushing them nowadays mm. no no one does yeah not like him yeah he was doing it until just the other day yep so R.I.P. baby alright well I'm did not I just I needed a, a platform to, to speak about Stan and so I just took this opportunity so I love him and I miss him dearly so I'm gonna end the show now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, thank you. Uh, that is our show. Thank you so much uh, for being here and listening to our show. We appreciate it. Chew. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash productions or pencilandpaperproductions.podbean.com. Click Become a Patron in the top right-hand corner. Follow us on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash. Email us at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends about us. You can find us on the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network, found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc., wherever you find your, your podcasts. And there's another one. What was it called? Uh, CastBox. CastBox. Yeah. We'll, new we, and upcoming. We might app. be on there pretty soon, so stay tuned if you're a CastBox person. You might not be. I don't know. Uh, you can also be sure to check out our streams on Twitch Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, but not but not tomorrow or well yesterday. Well, we weren't on yesterday <laughs> because there were there were streams happening. The time warp. The time. Anyway, uh, but we should be back on the week after. So yes, there you go. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm Stephen White. I'm Todd Stark, and I'm Alicia Finley. Join us again next time, Super Mega Crash Crew. But until then, game on.
March along, march along, march along, march along to the Memory Marvel Marching Society. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.